KCLR Live Sport. The Alliance National Football League Division 4 Round 2. Sligo versus Carlo. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com. Carroll looking to get a first win of the campaign. They lost out last week to London by 2-11 to 1-13. Sligo looking to make it two wins out of two, having enjoyed a win over Wexford last weekend by uh, 12 points to 8 in the end. And joining our analysis here by uh, Gavin Cawley, a former PRO of Sligo GA, referee here in Sligo, and um, yeah, manager of various inter-county sides uh, in, in both codes and both genders as well. Gavin, uh, good to have you on KC Laura. How's things to do? Uh, good. Uh, thanks uh, to have, have me on board. It's a couple of years ago since we were on co-commentary back in a soccer game there in in, in showgrounds uh, four years ago I think to the day so the band is back together again ah yeah by popular demand so that's um, it <laughs> so just we're ready to go we'll go through the teams and Gavin keep an eye on proceedings there Carla have Kieran Cunningham of Bidensound Gales in goal the full back line Liam Roberts Calavan Tony Gall Keegan Bradley of Fenna and Dara Curran of Ratfilly the half back line Dara O'Brien of Aerog wears 5 Jamie McCabe of Fenna wears 6 and Shane Buggy of Aerog wears 7 uh, game 1 ball in uh, middle of the field for Carlo we have Murtaweir and Connor Dial. Uh, half forward line a couple of changes there so Niall Hickey comes in for Josh Moore wearing 20 at centre forward Jordan Morrissey has passed the late fitness test he comes in instead of Pori Coynes and then Shane Clark of Bidensound Gales completes the half forward line full forward line then Connor Crowley of Palatine Cormac Lomax of Fenna and Colm Hulton of Aero we'll do the Sligo team in a moment because Carlo are on the attack we uh, began play here a minute early uh, Carlo blowing for steps with Sligo have Eamon Kilgannon in goal full back line Evan Lyons Eddie McGuinness and Paul McNamara half back line Nathan Mullen Paul Kilcoyne and Keelan Cawley middle of the field Connor Griffin and Peter Laffey half forward line Sean Carabine Luke Towie and Mikey Gordon and in the full forward line Alan Riley, Pat Hughes and Niall Murphy very very potent full forward line indeed Sligo in possession it's with their midfielder Connor Griffin very very tricky conditions here in Markovich Park this afternoon Sligo switching the play to Keelan Cawley coming up from wing back Peter Laffey now on the ball patient build up from Sligo it has to be said coming forward now is Paul McNamara over to his other cornerback Evan Lyons Sligo just um, struggling to get inside the Carlo half at the moment looking to do so now from the right half back position is Nate Mullen Carlo back in numbers Gavin in fairness very Notable, um, nearly everyone I would say, I think, uh, bar one in, in the Carlo half. Yeah, looking at it there now, we're just in front of us there in the, the halfway line. Uh, you, you see no one in the, the Sligo opposi- opposition uh, 45, so it's going to be like uh, trying to keep the score down and maybe on the counter attack as well as the Carlo's game plan looks like it. Well, Sligo, very firm favourites here for this one. Don't forget the Carlo senior hurlers are in action as well in Ballycran, the first round of their league campaign against Down, so we will try get as much detail as possible from uh, Ballycran. You're, you might as well be in Scotland up there. There was a big talking point during the week about whether that game should be in Ballycran or whether it should be in Newry, but uh, we'll do our best to bring you some scores from that one as well as the afternoon progresses here. Uh, and while you have Hurling on the, the mention there, uh, a fella that probably could be involved with the Sligo footballers, uh, Gerard Caddy Lynch, he scored 1-12 there for the Sligo Hurlers yesterday, just after walking by us there, so... Um, Hurling is, is a stronghold here as well as well yeah, as Carlo definitely definitely coming on 100% Carlo position now coming forward is Dara Curran it's switched across very lateral play in the opening exchanges here if you just joined us two minutes on the clock we're yet to see a score in this one between uh, Carlo and Sligo on the Allianz National Football League in association with Dan Morrissey and Co coming up from centre back is Jamie McKay the man from Fenna now it's with Morta Ware Morta 
Tawa having a go from just outside the 45. It's going to drop in dangerously. Jordan Morrissey's changing that one, night, uh, chasing that one, I should say. Niall Hickey lurking around as well. But Paul Kilcoyne deals with it there for Sligo and picks out Sean Carabin. Flying up the wing here, Sean Carabin. A bit of pace about uh, Sligo on the counter now. A little bit quicker this time, and it's Carabin again. Met by Keegan Bradley. Spins away from Bradley, and now Sligo are away here. Alan Riley goes back to the Caribbean and now Carlo and Fairness have, have forced them um, Sligo back outside the 45 and a swift call he wants more Luke Towie breaking inside stood up tall by Connor Dial and he's foul in the end so it's going to be a free in so yeah a bit more menace about that attack from Sligo yeah th- that man that just been fouled there Luke Towie he's just back from uh, a spell in Australia as well he was playing AFL over there so um, he's new, a newcomer to the team and uh, the man to watch a lot of the headlines will be about Niall Murphy but the man that will cause a lot of damage is that man you mentioned, uh, Sean Carbine. He scored six points, four of which came uh, in the second half against uh, Wexford. So he was the main man last weekend. The short one from Sligo. Niall Murphy inside to uh, the other corner forward, Alan Riley. And with four minutes on the clock, we have the first score of the afternoon. And it goes to Sligo, the home side. So, yeah, a uh, quick free. Carlo maybe caught napping slightly. But... Uh, well tucked away there in fairness good point yeah it was quick thinking by Niall Murphy uh, Carlo weren't expecting they were probably expecting the, the free from Niall Murphy and uh, it was well put away and Carlo probably have to watch that going forward they do indeed they had themselves a line ball now options being surveyed Liam Roberts of Calavon Donegal provides the outlet looking to take it back once more but uh, Sligo Again, hunting and packs of the one of back here with Nathan Mullen. As I said, we will do our best to uh, get you as much information from Ballycran as possible via the Twitter machine. As Sligo break forward again. This is a good move and it's danger here. It's Sean Carabine breaking through and he's been fouled. It's going to be another free into Sligo. He's um, electric, I suppose. Yeah, he's, he's very direct and uh, he caused a lot of damage um, from a Sligo perspective. And when he runs at that uh, card of defence he's only two at times there now he's been involved and each both times they've uh, conceded or conceded freeze like and you'd expect Niall Murphy of uh, his class to put this one over I know we were speaking beforehand you're uh, very impressed with Niall Murphy yeah super player in fairness Niall Murphy 13 points was it recently in a game against Roscommon in the yeah, FBD sco- league he scored 123 in two games and during the FBD league and uh, he scored three points last week so uh, it'd be interesting to see if he can keep up that form but I'm sure everyone at home and Carlo will be hoping he doesn't oh there he goes that's uh, no mistake whatsoever straight between the posts so it's like going one two two points Carlo Yet to get off the mark here with uh, six minutes gone. And I suppose it has to be said, uh, Kevin, that without a good number of players as well. Yeah, look, it has to be pointed out. It's um, you know it's something that we would have spoken about during the week, I suppose, um, at various stages. And um, I think patience another thing we, we touched on in the Left Wing Back podcast as well during the week in regards to, you know, people just need to give these lads a bit of time because it is a relatively new squad. And when you're down, I think, as many players as Carlo are today, then, you know, you'd be, you'd be hoping that they would remain competitive for, for large uh, parts of it anyway. But um, I suppose, you know, there's not high expectations from a card point of view, as, as we know, uh, considering, you know, the calibre of players that they're down. Two suspensions with uh, Dara Foley and Jamie Clark. I mean, two super players, like, and uh, no side could uh, afford to be without them, let alone us, you know what I mean? So that's uh, the long and short of it. But uh, they're not alone. Sean Gannon, not available. Ross Dunphy, uh, Owen Root, uh, Josh Moore, Shawnee Bamrick, Mikey Bamrick. Like, it's... Uh, it's half a team effectively so uh, that's that's where we're at but uh, 
you have to get on with it and, and getting on with the player now or Sligo dangerous ball on top of Pat Hughes that's broken inside and Kieran Cunningham picks up the loose ball I suppose availability in general Gavin from, from a Sligo point of view it never seems to be a problem from the outside in uh, you, you might think that but like uh, Amanda's playing very well for DC at the minute Red Oak Murphy's decided he's not going to play with uh, Sligo this year one of Sligo's main score getters the last couple of years a fella called Liam Gawhan from Torter Strand He's not playing, decided not going playing this year. So that's two players that decided they're not going playing. And I suppose the other side of it is no point complaining about it. You got to, no point whinging. You got to go on and get on with it. That's it. That's it exactly. So uh, obviously, Tony McEntee into his second year, I think, as a Sligo manager. So um, you know, a man of serious calibre in terms of what he's won as a player with our man, indeed with Cross Midland as well. And um, I'm sure uh, his his appointment went down well last year, and definitely looking to build. And they look very organised here in the early stages as Carlo come forward with uh, it was Darrell O'Brien and now he's been turned over but look how quick Sligo are breaking out comes the centre back Paul Kilcoyne gets it away to Sean Carabine Carabine solos off the left tackled by two Carlow players it was uh, Keegan Bradley and Darrell O'Brien back now towards Niall Murphy Murphy stood up tall back out now to Luke Towie at centre forward lovely little jink and uh, picks out Riley once more Carlo tackling hard. It's uh, Connor Crowley all the way back there in his own half. Carlo, very, very physical in the early stages, but just struggling to get their hands on the ball. And Sligo look to switch this, and uh, they've overdone it actually, in fact. So it will be a line ball to Carlo uh, just outside the 45. So what have we made of the early exchanges, Gal? We've got nine minutes on the clock, uh, still two points, Sligo, no score, Carlo. Um, you know, we're pointing out obviously it is very tricky conditions wise here as well. Yeah, I suppose the, the, the big thing is that, uh, unfortunately, from a Cardinal perspective, is that they're playing with the breeze in the opening half. And I think them two men you've mentioned uh, prior to this, uh, their attacking threat is kind of minimal. And uh, I think they're going to be uh, trying to keep the score down. Like they're missing a lot of lads and uh, they're scoring opportunity here. Yeah, Keegan Bradley all the way up from full back. Looks a divvy inside too. Colm Holden was absolutely on fire last week. Here's Jordan Morrissey, a man who's been ripping it up for DCU in the Sigerson Cup, and he's been blown for barging there. And to be honest with you, probably the correct call. Yeah, if, if, if you went charging to the bar like that, you, you, you'd be saying, what are you up to? So it was definitely a right call. And that's a referee that I've heard a lot about. He's from Tyrone, and he's coming up in the ranks, and it'd be interested to see how he does. Yeah, interesting indeed. Kieran Eneta is uh, that man's name. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, and forgive me for uh, getting that wrong, possibly. But uh, yeah, he's, he's had a good start to this one, in fairness. A couple of good uh, referees emerging, particularly up the north. There's, there's a man from down, I actually can't think of his name, but he was, he was brilliant last year as well. I thought he was a breath of fresh air, just his communication and everything. Uh, Sligo come forward again, looking for another score. Looking to break inside is the midfielder, Connor Griffin. Super block down there from Jordan Morrissey. Sligo forced to retreat once more on the 45-yard line. Luke Towie looks to penetrate inside, and goal chance here for Sligo. Well saved by Kieran Cunningham, the man from Badgestown Gales. And uh, in fairness, Sligo possibly should have done better. Um, it was kind of straight at Cunningham, even though he did have to stop it. Nonetheless, we give him a bit of credit. But uh, yeah, Carroll now on the counter attack. Connor Doyle has an option on this side. What a ball that is over towards Shane Clark. Is the wing going to take it away? Though I think it is. Yeah. In fairness. Uh, Sligo did read it well with uh, Evan Lyons back now to uh, Kilgannon the keeper uh, Sligo oh they've uh, given it away Carlo 
turning over Colm Holden with the shot Colm Holden can he get Carlo off the mark he can indeed so two points to one here with 11 minutes gone in uh, Markovich Park in association with Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam you can see Dan Morrissey and Co.com good score there Gaff Sloppy play from Sligo, but good finish. Yeah, you'd be very disappointed uh, from, a, from a Sligo perspective to, to concede that point, but uh, it was a good score. Um, always a good corner forward that can kick it over from there, and uh, it was exactly what Carlo needed after probably a poor start from the precise things. Yeah. So we have a sub here. David Quinn for uh, Peter Laffey. So uh, I can only assume there's uh, an injury problem there. I don't know if you'd heard that beforehand, but uh, definitely... A confirmed change anyway. He was the man that had that goal chance a couple of minutes ago. I don't know whether he hurt himself during that instance, but um, kick out take. Laffey was quite good last week, so a bit of a blow for Sligo. Bit of a blow indeed, but they are in possession here now once more. They've broken inside the Carlo half and they're coming forward at pace. Morto Ware looks to cut off this one. It's 2 on 2 inside. It's dangerous. Pat Hughes goes to ground, and that's a clear free in on the 21 yard line, and possibly a card for Liam Roberts as well. Referee says no, but. Uh, yeah, certainly dangerous. It was two on two, the quick ball in, and um, you can't be giving Pat Hughes the time and space. So, so perhaps maybe a bit over exuberant with, with the tackling, but I think he was possibly going to be an on goal if uh, if a foul wasn't committed. Not, not too many people might know Pat Hughes, but like he's one of the best full fours in the country if he gets the ball in right. And uh, I know Mayo don't like marking him, so he's going to be a big oh. a big threat in there. We know all about him. In fairness, he's, he's been on the go what maybe six seven years, possibly longer. Uh, that's it free taken very very short by Niall Murphy I would have chalked it down uh, but uh, Kieran Cunningham grabs it underneath the crossbar bad free there from a slight perspective really really poor and uh, you would expect a lot better uh, from him in that, in that instance so we are endeavouring to uh, get you some scores from Carlo and down from Ballycran but uh, not only are the, the elements tricky up there the uh, Internet and phone reception isn't isn't wonderful either, so um, we are we are trying to get you some scores on that. It's uh, a tricky venue, as you said. Uh, we were hoping that one would be in Newry, perhaps just from well, I suppose for logistics point of view, spectators point of view, everyone's point of view, but uh, not forthcoming, as the fella said. So back with uh, the action of Markovich Park here. If you just joined us, it's uh, two points Sligo and uh, one point to Carlow. A lot of scoreboard still reads zero. It was definitely a point though. Uh, gone out to the left and wide. This yeah. one, so yeah, he put the white flag 100. percent Oh, definitely, was, board, definitely, yeah. definitely a point. I said some technology problems maybe here in Markovich Park, but uh, that was probably a good opportunity for another score on the board. But uh, I suppose we're looking at the clock there, and you're probably happy only a point game here in Markovich Park. So uh, we have now got a score. Ten minutes gone in Ballycran. Carlo one point down, no score. So yeah, conditions definitely tricky up there. That's a very tight pitch, and I think it was a high scoring encounter last year between the two sides. So yeah, obviously um, not not ideal all over the country today, but uh, it's generally. Uh, blustery up here at the best of times as Sligo come forward it's uh, Luke Towie who breaks inside the car of 45 here comes the sub who uh, just came on there David Quinn and he picks out his centre back Paul Kilcoyne he has a go off the left and that's gone it's just crept inside the post a good score there in fairness from Kilcoyne so 3 points to 1 in favour of Sligo 14 minutes on the clock Gavin he's a man from my own club now he wouldn't be known for scoring like so uh, he was playing midfield last year put him into centre back this year and uh, uh, probably David Quinn broke the line and it was a good score and uh, Carlo will be hoping to get a response straight away to yeah um, very steady on the ball in fairness is uh, Kilcoyne chasing this one down is uh, Connor Crowley for Carlo tries to turn inside his man that's uh, Evan Lyons he's forced to retreat out as far as Connor Dial 
Options to his right, but he goes back to uh, Shane Buggy. Buggy over to his aero club mate, Darrell O'Brien, who takes a 1-2 from another aero man, Morta Ware. Now he's inside the 45, he thought about a shot. It's all aero at the moment. Here comes George Morrissey outside of the right boot, and that one is just after tailing to the right and wide. So uh, still uh, three points to one. Probably the right option for Jordan. Um, we know that the breeze is kind of favouring Carlo, but it's not exactly straight down the field either, if, uh, you know, just to put it out there to the listener. So it's, it's quite tricky. Yeah, I, I watched Jordan there during the week with DCU, and I suppose he'd be better known probably with DCU when he been in the backs line. So he mightn't be used to the, the shooting, but he probably should have done better on that occasion. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Kick out taken again, and a Sligo pick up that loose ball. They seem to be getting the better of the breaks in uh, the opening 16 minutes as uh, Morta Ware looks to turn this one over. He gets a hand on it and picking up the loose ball is Jamie McCabe, the man coming out from centre back from the Fennet Club. Very aptly known as the Bull McCabe. Has he got a field? He's a serious man on the field as well. And he can be like a bull at times. He's well, uh, well married. We have a few bulls. We have a bull Cummins that plays football with Bagnestown as well. So, uh, nicknames in GA, very much hand in hand. What way would you want it? As uh, Carlo possibly feeling a little bit aggrieved about not getting a free there as Sligo come away with it. And look how snappy the movement is. Direct ball inside and not gathering that one was Niall Murphy. It's just not really going his way at the moment. He's, um, I suppose he's been well shackled as well and possibly that missed free playing havoc with the, the confidence but he's a serious player I doubt it's going to keep him down for too long long ball in towards Colm Holton Holton takes three solos four solos and five solos and still doesn't move I'd say two or three yards still down that right corner and it's Darrell O'Brien now coming back out to try and make an angle he switched it to Cormac Lomax Niall Hickey from Kildavon Clinigal who started this one as a late change for Josh Moore and Jordan Morris, he started instead of Pori Coynes, if he just joined us. Connor Dyle, will he think about having a go? Looks to break inside one. Hand's been left in there. No foul, says the referee. And uh, Sligo will pick this one back up. Not quite sure about that one, Gav. Hands in, hands out is the thing. He looked to be held slightly there. So um, we'll stick with the play because Sligo, again, are breaking out very, very quickly. I'm very impressed with how quick they're moving the ball once they've turned it over. Not so much this time now, I suppose, because they've been held up slightly, but uh, in general, for the first uh, 17 or 18 minutes, they're, they're very impressive on that front, I think, you know, and that's, that's what it's all about now. We hear this buzzword transition play, but um, they're, they're, they're showing some good examples. Their end product is probably letting down a little bit now, but they look to change that with Pat Hughes, and that's a super mark he's taken from Niall Murphy, and he's going to have an opportunity to uh, move Sligo on to four points from this mark, just over to the right-hand side of the D. Here's Hughes. It has the legs just about. Hits the crossbar and goes over. Four points Sligo and one point to Carlo. But um, is that something you'd agree on, I suppose, the, the pace in which Sligo have moved the ball once they've turned it over? They've, they've, they've a couple of classy forwards, and that's what they need to do. They need to move the ball forward. You're on about the bull in Carlo. We, we, we have a... We have a man, he's a bit like a bull himself, he's, he's Pat Hughes and he's a, a great target in there. Very hard man to stop, as you say, look, Mayo have had problems with him in the past, so, you know, he's a, he's a serious operator. Jordan Morrissey, also a serious operator, driving forward, he's on the 21, he goes to ground and Carroll had themselves a free here and bring it back to within two points, all going well. That's what they need, just need to take a couple of scores on the board, uh, like we, we've, we've played, uh, I think it's over 15 minutes now, and just need to get a score on the board. 
yeah, a second a second score of course because Colin Holton did get that nice point from play and Holton stands over this one as we speak there he comes around the corner looks good beautiful connection from Colin Holton so two points Carlo four points Sligo two points Colin Holton now you, you, just, you bet me to it two points for Colin Holton two points for Carlo so just what the doctor ordered after that point from Pat Hughes like so they're keeping themselves in, in touch here 18 minutes gone in this one and uh, I'm sure Niall Crew, a man I know very well from his time here in Sligo he'd be happy with the side is going so far even though they're with the wind uh, it's only a two point game well look they're, they've been competitive and I think realistically as you kind of remarked upon that's all you can kind of hope for today just considering who they're down you know if they, if they got a result it would be remarkable I would think but uh, you know to be competitive and for these guys to learn that's, that's a real mark of progress with this side and you know I think the sooner people start realising that the better I think most people who follow Carlow football and have a genuine interest will understand and appreciate that but um, there is a few out there who expect maybe um, Turlock O'Brien results uh, but like the, the personnel has changed so much so it's just not really feasible you know, to, to be thinking that way. If you if you take consideration into a couple of years ago, the game in Netwatch, Cullen Park, a man that's reti- recently retired, and you, you, it's another wide there for Carlo, unfortunately. But yeah, Darrell O'Brien, I think, was having a go from uh, the far side, and yeah, went to uh, the left and wide. But yeah, look, different different times. Um, you know, that was that was a home dinger of a game. Actually, was it was that two years ago? I think the delayed league game. The end of 2020, down in that watch, Cullen Park, 3.15 to 2.17 or something. Or oh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, remarkable scoreline, in fairness. Nile changed the goalkeepers at halftime, and done wonders. I don't know if he could do the same today. Yeah, I don't think he needs to, in fairness. Tony's very good. Um, he's, he's been very, very steady for Carlos since uh, claiming that number one spot. Handy out the field as well, in fairness. Mortoware goes back to uh, Shane Clark. Now it's uh, been worked all the way across. So they're scoring the uh, Allianz Footballing Division 4. London 1-2, Waterford 2 points. So um, that would be a serious result if, if London could make it two wins out of two, in fairness. And who would bet against them? Morta Ware venturing forward from midfield. Shane Clark has a runner inside. That is Connor Doyle. It's a loose one. Cormac Lomax will he have a go the man from Fenna swings this one in it's high but it's just gone to the left and wide again look I, I suppose from, from a Carlo point of view Gavin they're going to have to start making a few of these count because uh, you know th- that win advantage is in their favour and in the second half it's, it's going to be a tall order it is yeah you'd be disappointed maybe in that effort as well it was a kind of hit and hope kind of effort and maybe a bit of patience maybe we were uh, watching Dublin and Kerry last night and you get to the scorers, shooters, like you need to be putting them over the bear. Yeah, free for Sligo now on the halfway line. It probably has to be said as well, Kev, uh, in, in the early stages, Sligo seem to be getting their scores a lot easier than Carlo do as well, so that's another concern. Yeah, I think, you know, again, we've remarked upon it, the pace in which they're moving it is creating those opportunities and Carlo struggling to live with it. And here comes the substitute for Sligo having a go now off the right. Is that going to trick it inside? I think, I think it is, yeah. Just about, actually, in fairness. It was a good score from uh, David Quinn. And you can see the way the breeze just holding the ball up, you know what I mean? In fairness, what he, he judges superbly, David. Yeah, he, he wouldn't be known for his point scoring either. He wouldn't be Sligo's greatest score getter, but he's put that one well over the bar and Sligo into a three-point lead now again. It's worrying from a Carlo point of view. 
It is indeed. Uh, the lack of tweets from uh, the hurling match is also worrying because uh, we're trying to bring the listeners up to date with Carron down in uh, Ballycran. As we said, it's um, a very difficult place to travel to. It's a very difficult place to broadcast from. Uh, next to near impossible, in fact. So, um, yeah, we are uh, endeavouring to try to get you those, uh, but we're at the liberty of uh, the Twitter machine to uh, bring us the scores and not too much happening on that front at the moment. But uh, sticking with this anyway, in the Allianz National Football Division 4, Sligo 5 points, Carlo 2 points, and we have 22 minutes just gone on the clock now. And uh, coming forward to take this 45 will be the Sligo goalkeeper, Eamon Kilgannon. What's it like at him, Gav? He's not too bad. He, he plays. Um, he played in the Connacht Intermediate uh, Club semi-final against uh, St. Fordyce, who got to the All-Ireland semi-final. He was playing actually at full-back, so he's well capable of playing football himself, and uh, he'll be hoping to put this one over the bar. You'd probably think that he might just drop it short because of that wind breeze, but I'm not the goalkeeper, I'm not the free-taker, so soon find out if I was right or wrong. Two points, Carlo, one point down, 16 minutes gone in Ballycran in the Allianz National Hurling League. Here comes Kilgannon with the 45 for Sligo. Gets a good bit behind it, but uh, accuracy leaves a lot to be desired in fairness. But, yeah. You're not too disappointed with that effort, anyway? No. <laughs> <laughs> simply, not at all. <laughs> Kieran Cunningham surveys the options. He has a short one out to his left there. He spots it. I think it's Liam Roberts who's provided the outlet. Dara Curran on the loop round as well. Roberts goes back to uh, Kieran Cunningham. Now, there was a pass in between there, just to point that out, because obviously with that rule, you can't go straight back to the keeper, but uh, just to be, I suppose, very exact for the listeners at home. Shane Clark looks to break the line. He's approaching the Sligo 45. Had a fantastic season for by the Sound Gales last year, alongside his brother Jamie, who unfortunately is suspended here for this encounter. And a massive loss was absolutely brilliant last week. As you mentioned, uh, Dara Foley uh, suspended following that encounter as well. And Gav, in fairness, like, just when we have a little break and play, you know, I did see a clip. Um, to be honest with you, like, uh, as we call on the Left Wing Back podcast during the week, I thought it was a red card for Jamie. I still think it was, but I also now on reflection think it should have been a red card for the London man first because there was a strike on him. So um, it was really strange that uh, London probably didn't ground to 40 and men haven't seen the clip back, but look... You're a referee, I'm sure you'll be in the referees' union and uh, it is hard to uh, get them all right. But that is absolutely superb from Colm Holton. A free from just outside the 45 out of the hands. Five points Sligo, three points Carlo. So, yeah, uh, just to bring it back to that point, like, I mean, it's... Um, is it tricky from a referee's point of view just in Division 4 games where there's an assessor and everything and you're trying to get everything right and you know occasionally you probably can't use common sense because you have to go by the book to get the marks to get the bigger games yeah the referee like the snow on the block is always under pressure but as I speak there could be a scoring opportunity here for Sligo yeah it's uh, Luke Towie he's looking to slip one inside but didn't work out but uh, yeah look that's the, that's the long and short of it, I suppose I do feel sorry for referees a little bit as well just from, from that point of view because you see a fierce difference occasionally when things get to Division 1 level where the book of common sense is, is more prevalent I suppose because they can afford to do so they're established I suppose that the interesting one people may have their conspiracy theories the fact that they got the, the incident was a Sligo man as well Owen Flanagan so just add to it yeah <laughs> that doesn't help I suppose yeah well look that's the, that's the longest short of us we'll, uh, we'll stick with the here and now so 27 minutes gone 5 points Sligo 3 points Carlo in association with Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see Dan Morrissey and Co dot com
Sligo switching it to Nate Mullen venturing forward inside the Carroll 45 Luke Towie takes a hit and it was a, a free as well uh, the man who gave that one away was uh, Jordan Morrissey so quick one from Niall Murphy to Alan Riley and he skews this one off the left it's not actually going to go out initially well gathered there by Pat Hughes gets inside three Carlo men and is fouled as well that was super for Pat Hughes three Carlo men around him he gathered it pivoted away drew a foul and now probably going to be a score for Niall Murphy and his nickname to call him the bear he's the bear in the square and I tell you he's causing a lot of damage for that Carlo full back line at the minute and so he's the bear versus the bull yeah so who would you rather <laughs> the bear or the bull I don't know I don't know but I wouldn't like, wouldn't like to be going head to head with either of them now to be honest with you as Niall Murphy lines this one up on the 14 yard line just over to the left um, we won't actually look we won't mind if we put the mockers on it from a Carlo point of view but he did kind of miss a relatively easy one early and no mistake with this so no mockers this time 6 points Ligo 3 points Carlo and I suppose for, I, I'd be the Sligo point of view it was an important free for him to get after previous free drop short so 3 point margin again and uh, Sligo I'm sure be happy um, now he'll be looking to get a response right away I'd say Big switch from Niall Hickey over to Keegan Bradley, who's looked very assured on the ball in his first two games in the Carlow jersey in league competitive action. Back there is Niall Murphy in his own half. Sligo a little bit more ponderous, bringing the ball forward. Now to look to inject a bit of urgency into the attack, but that's well cut out there by Keegan Bradley. And Shane Clark then knocks it back to Dara Curran. Back with Bradley again. Bradley takes a solo. Has his Fenner club mate Cormac Lomox who takes a big hit and it was in the back and the referee awards Carlo free on the halfway line. Still six points to three. Shane Clark standing over it. Clark having a look to see what his options are. The referee was just having a word with a Sligo player, hence the delay. There's a couple of runners inside, but. Uh, not quite working out. So uh, a score, uh, and obviously this one is on our uh, Kilkenny frequency. Uh, Antrim are leading Kilkenny 1-5-4 to four in the Allianz National Hurling League as we speak. And uh, when we get those scores coming from Ballycrown, we'll give them to you ASAP. The last we heard was that Carlow were two points to one ahead there with uh, 16 or 17 minutes gone on the clock in uh, Ballycrown. It's fantastic in fairness uh, the Scorpio app, it's uh, a real help along with uh, the Twitter machine. If the Twitter machine lets you down, Scorpio is, uh, is a very good app in fairness. And it's it, worked it, well. Here's it, Carlo on the attack. Can the engineer a goal scoring chance? No is the answer. The referee has blown Conor Crowley there for steps. Coming out there with the ball for Sligo is their centre forward. Uh, Luke Towie, where, like, he's nearly on the full back line. In fairness, he's, he's gone back a good he, bit. Like he wouldn't be known for centre forward; he'd be more of a wing back, wing forward kind of a player. He was very inf instrumental last week against uh, Wexford when he came back in the last twenty minutes, and I'm sure you'll see him a lot of him there in the full back line. Niall Murphy with a long direct ball; it hung up well for Pat Hughes, but he lost his footing, and Liam Roberts instead picked up possession. Struggling to get out there, in fairness, Carlo with the, the full back line. That's good tackling. Well, it was good tackling up to that point <laughs> from Sligo. Now they've given away a free, but uh, Carlo have to work so, so hard to get out of their own half. And now they've sent the ball across the goal for a second there. I thought Pat Hughes was going to intercept, but Dara Curran retrieves possession. Needs a runner. Has one with uh, his club mate, 
from Raffili, Connor Dial. Dial sends it up to Shane Clark, but he's been turned over there by Mikey Gordon, who kind of got the ball on the, the blind side. Clark just didn't really see it coming. Darrell O'Brien standing up, Luke Towie, good tackling initially from O'Brien, and uh, Carlo have been awarded a free. That was good work for O'Brien, in fairness. You know, he's, um, he's in a new role this year at wing back. He would have spent a lot of his. Uh, club season there by default by just covering last year but uh, he looks very comfortable there yeah big time and you, you have to hand it to the referee as well he's been very consistent on the, the steps as well it's a, it's a pet hate of mine steps that some referees don't apply the rules but uh, he's been very consistent so far in this game as well he has indeed fairness too there's Jamie McCabe looks to go to terrorist side Liam Roberts looks to go back the stand side and Carlo really struggling to get outside the 45 but they have done now the entire full back line all getting their hands on the ball it's with Keegan Bradley as we speak Bradley to Mortawear 31 minutes Sligo 6 points Carlo 3 points in association with Dan Morrissey Dara Curran back across to McCabe again that's good pressing in fairness that was Sligo like um, Carlo looking to get over that press and they have now because they're inside the Sligo 45 with Shane Clark Clark looking for a runner in fairness to uh, Paul Kilcoyne he cut off that space very well and Carlo were forced to go back out to Jamie McCabe who's just inside the Sligo half that was Jordan Morrissey who was attempting a point there it's going to hang dangerously can Carlo get their hands on the loose ball no is the answer and Sean Carabine is back there to pick up the pieces for Sligo down the stand side they go with midfielder Connor Griffin fisted forward and it's with Luke Towie now Towie stood up by Jimmy McCabe and he's forced back to Keelan Cawley any relation? no relation but we'll, no relation if he scores a point we'll, we'll make him a relation I'm, I'm, I was going to say I'm surprised you're not claiming it anyway wouldn't be like it but uh, here's uh, Connor Griffin midfielder again back to Kilcoyne now Kilcoyne takes uh, a give and go from Paul McNamara Niall Murphy venturing down the terrace wing big switch needed here for Sligo it's uh, Paul McNamara who's gone across to Cawley now Cawley with a direct ball into uh, Sean Carabine Carabine off the left nice looking shot from Sean Carabine 7 points Sligo 3 points Carlo super score put up the white flag as someone said uh, he's deadly accurate when he gets in them positions and uh, Every time, you need to be a lot tighter to Sean Carbine. As I said prior prior a few minutes ago, he's, he's one of the danger men. He's nearly more of a danger than Niall Murphy because he gets in these positions and he put the ball well over the bar there. That's a great take from the kick out from uh, Morta Ware. Jordan Morrissey venturing forward. Oh, lovely sidestep. He's pulled to the ground. Referee says play on, interestingly enough. Here's Colm Hulton. Looked like he was going to try break through for a goal, but... Uh, had other ideas and he goes to Keegan Bradley nice little gap here emerging for Keegan Bradley he's under 21 fisted inside good play initially but uh, just losing his foot in there for uh, Carlo was um, I think it was Conor Crowley actually in the end who, who went to ground and was a, a good move up to that point but Sligo now could nip Carlo on the counter attack big big danger here venturing forward is Niall Murphy he's under 21 he's on the 14 he has a shot and it's gone over the bar Good score, in fairness. Uh, could have been a lot worse from a Carlo point of view. But uh, how snappy were they in um, moving the ball? Yeah, big time. Uh, Niall Murphy, I thought he might go for the the major, but he didn't. He, he took his point and maybe knowing that they have the win advantage as well, uh, stretching that lead again to five points. And uh, 
worrying times now from a, a Cardiff point of view, especially going in towards half time. One minute of additional time here as well. Yeah. Coming forward is Cormac Lomax. Connor Doyle, oh, it's a high tackle on Connor Doyle, and that possibly could be a yellow card for Sligo's midfielder, Connor Griffin. Three points down, two points, Carla, 25 minutes gone up in Ballycran in the Allianz National Hurling League. So a strong tackle goes in there from Colin Holton and yeah, there's a couple of bodies on the ground. Um, didn't quite see what happened before. It wasn't to do with uh, Holden's tackle that resulted in the Sligo man hitting the deck at the moment, but uh, the referee is having a chat with David Quinn, the Sligo midfielder who came on for uh, Peter Laffey in the opening 10 minutes. It's a bit, it's a bit worrying. It's My name's uh, Keelan Cawley. You, you might see there... Kev, that he's well strapped on his arm. He he did. Yeah. He broke his arm last year. So, and interestingly, Gav, it's it's actually a leg injury at the moment that he's down with. You know, so um, he's he's been in the wars definitely. Good to see him back. Um, you know, obviously, all those injuries are are hard to shake off, and uh, the powers of recovery as you get a little bit older makes it a bit more difficult too. So, especially at the wrong side of thirty, it never helps. <laughs> I know all about it, Gav. I uh, just trickled into the wrong side very very recently. <laughs> So yeah, we will have a break and play. So look, Gav, I suppose it's an opportune time to get your thoughts on, on what you've made of it all so far. I suppose uh, coming into the game, I, I suppose you, you even said to me that it's going to be tough to get a result out of here, but uh, I suppose playing against the Breeze, the lack of, of their two marksmen from last week is probably going to make it difficult for them and uh, you'd be disappointed that they already added three points, but it's probably going to be a tough afternoon for Carlo. But uh, they've worked the ball well to certain players. I'm very impressed with Darrell Bryan. I think he's been very good but uh, some of the other players uh, haven't really stood up to the mark unfortunately in the forward line and uh, that's why they're uh, struggling on the scoreboard yeah here's Niall Murphy looking to get another score for Sligo just before the interval Carlo turned it over or had turned it over and Sligo now get it back on Carlo 21 Niall Murphy once more he's becoming very very busy in the last few minutes in fairness and uh, that's the, the last action of the first half. So Sligo in charge here by eight points to three in this Allianz National Football League Division 4 encounter. So uh, another score from Division 4, and if we have a few of them, we'll give them all to you. Uh, Waterford 3-5, London 1-3. So they've definitely turned things around there. And uh, we'll see, can we get you a few more from Division 4 as well? Uh, another score from uh, Ballycran, down 1-4. Carroll three points in the Allianz Hurling League, 33 minutes on the clock so yeah look that's that's where we're at it's, it's all happening it's hectic uh, a big mountain for Carroll to climb in the second half but as we hand back to the studio for the interval Sligo in charge by 8 points to 3 KCLR Live Sport The Alliance National Football League Division 4 Round 2 Sligo versus Carlow With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co In a league of their own With a full range of concrete Quarry products Roof tiles and macadam DanMorrisseyandCo.com Yes, welcome back here to uh, Markovic Park. We are just awaiting the uh, second half to commence. Uh, Carlo back out on the field. No sign of uh, Sligo. Um, eight points Sligo, three points Carlo is where it is at the moment. And uh, we have a latest score from Ballycran as well at half time. Downer leading Carlo by 1-4 to six points. And uh, we do believe that Carlo have a strong wind in the second half of that one. So again, once we get the scores into us, we get them out to you, as, as the fella said. Um, I suppose... Um, it's uh, an uphill task, we've kind of alluded to that already, in terms of what Carlo have to do, uh, Sligo will have 
the benefit of the breeze in the second half and they have a five-point lead already. So, um, you know, I suppose being brutally honest about it, we've kind of remarked on the fact that it's probably unlikely Carlo will get a result. But, um, you know, they've shown some good periods of play. I think perhaps the... Um, the, the speed in which they're moving the ball is just the glaringly obvious thing from my point of view anyway you know Sligo getting forward much quicker uh, you kind of said they, they've had to work a little bit harder for scores Carla have than, than Sligo so are those the two big things that we're seeing here which is uh, putting Sligo in command I suppose one of the things maybe because I know them a bit better than yourself because I'm seeing them on a regular basis maybe the thing that stands out for me is that I don't know if Carla have a player of the class of Niall Murphy or Sean Carbine when they get the ball they look like scoring every time while Carlo to their credit have kept the scoreboard ticking mainly to Colum Alton there in the corner he kicked one very good score and then a good free as well so uh, even though that was a mistake with the point he did but he still was accurate in putting the score away and maybe I, I see there that Carlo defence maybe they can be got at as well I think there could be goal opportunities here in the second half but uh, you'd wonder what the tactics will be from Niall in the second half whether he's going to have a, have a blanket defence or whether he's going to try and go for the game he probably has to do something it doesn't matter at this stage whether you lose by 1 or 50 uh, I'd be always the opinion it doesn't really matter I think you should just have a go at it and have a cut and mm. uh, at this stage you probably say just go for it it's a yeah I noticed a few little subtle things that Sligo changed as the, the half progressed so one of those was uh, they didn't retreat as far back so they seemed to be pressing around the middle third rather than sitting back inside their 45 for the first 10 or 15 minutes I think that was fairly obvious that they were holding but then they've pushed out since and um, to good effect I would say yeah, there's, there's one man even though he's, he, there's been no end product he's caused a lot of damage he's gone on a lot of possessions it's probably Luke Towie he's playing there at centre forward he's named at 11 but we all know at this stage Kevin there's no such thing as positions in this game of football so uh, he, he's caused a lot of damage but uh, it's been a kind of transition really we'll say about transition it's probably Sligo been better in the transition of, of making them score attacks uh, to, to use and that's been shown on the scoreboard as well mm-hmm. well uh, here comes Sligo now out of the dressing room so the second half will be getting underway very very shortly as you said if you just join us it's uh, Sligo 8 points Carlo 3 points as we uh, look to get underway once more in association here today with uh, Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam and you can see danmorrisseyandco.com for more information so yeah as we said Sligo have the benefit of that breeze doesn't seem to be any changes that they can cop from a Carlo point of view apart from actually Shane Clark looks to be gone to right half back with Conor Doyle pushing up to right half forward uh, full back line as per full forward line looks as poor I don't think there's any change on either side I think no yeah. just positional Shane Clark wing back and Conor Doyle wing forward yeah there are no changes on either side the announcer just after he must have heard me still no changes yeah but sure positional is a change as well <laughs> I meant uh, substitutions <laughs> but always has to correct us especially oh yeah yeah and to get one of look the result mightn't go Carlos way today so we have to get back into somewhere here Gavin but uh, yeah <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to the left wing ba- podcast to correct you on something <laughs> on Monday night. ball is in and we're underway once more the time is at 13.54 and uh, Carlo can blow for steps straight away and Pat or not Pat Hughes sorry Niall Murphy is out around the halfway line so he's going to to orchestrate something Pat Hughes literally on the edge of the square 
and you know you could do a lot worse than Lord of you was on top of him with that breeze yeah, that, 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 that was silly as well from Ricardo point of view throwing the ball away needlessly against the breeze and Sligo have a chance to get another score here's Alan Riley. that's a great start to the second half for Alan Riley and for Sligo 9 points to 3 beautiful score in fairness yeah big time and it probably makes it worse when you look at the scoreboard 9 points to 3 it doesn't look great from a Cardo point of view, but uh, that's a, what the doctor ordered from the home side. Yeah, well, in fairness, like to Alan Riley as well, he'd be the, the least known out of the full forward line, but uh, that was that was super score. Yeah, it's, it's actually his only his third start in the Sligo jersey, so mm. he came in, uh, had a very good club championship. Uh, he was captain of the Curry Club, and uh, he's a new player to the team. Uh, wouldn't be that well known outside of the county, but uh, he's got plenty of talent. He's uh, got a good score there for himself. Uh, Kieran Cunningham is struggling to keep the ball on the tee at the moment. It's fallen off twice, but at the third attempt, he's got his kick out off. And uh, Carlo looked to be in charge of possession, and they had a man go straight to the ground. Now the crew is not happy over there, and it's going to be a throw ball. Thought that might have been uh, obvious enough for you there. He was he was dried down, but uh, that that breeze is serious. Like you see the ball coming off the tee there. If it's not if it's not staying in that, you're in you're in serious trouble. And the way it hung up, like it's just barely going past the 45. But uh, Morton Ware, in fairness, has won that throw ball, and then, uh, he's been fouled as well. And Keegan Bradley's going to take the free. Shane Clark, as we said, wearing 12, but he's playing a right half back in the second half with Connor Dyle gone to right half forward. And uh, we need to see who's gone into the middle of the field as well. I think Niall Hickey could be gone to the middle of the field. Yeah, so here's Ware once more. Big switch across here to uh, Keegan Bradley. He's been busy, in fairness. Like, you know, for, for a new player, I think he's, um, he's done quite well. Coming forward, steady on the ball. Here's Cormac Lomax. Loads of pace, but, um, you know... Another thing I'll remark on in a few minutes is the physicality difference. You can see, you know, the the work that Sligo have done, and I suppose over a longer period of time. Because when you bring in new players like that, uh, yes, they have to get used to the level, but they also have to get bulkier. Like, and I think it's fairly obvious that with the large number of new players that Carlo have, that there is a bit of work to do in that regard. But having said that, they're still, you know, they're doing quite well, and they've won themselves a free now. And uh, the keeper, <laughs> Eamon Kilgannon, is. Um, Having a little lie down there, he's not too quick to get up off the ball. But look, he's out in the 21, he should be in the goal, so I'd probably be lying on him as well if I was him. Yeah, that was, that was bad, silly stuff there from the from the goalkeeper, he should have got rid of it. Uh, especially playing with Breeze, let the ball go. And uh, this is a good scoring opportunity now for Carlo. You'd expect uh, Halton to put this one over the bar and uh, get the scoreboard ticking as well. And it'll be four points Carlo and four points Colm Halton, if um, the facts are correct. There he goes, yep, no mistake. So a five point game. Look, heavily reliant on, on Holton. Um Connor Crowley, a very tricky operator as well, and uh, those are the guys you're looking at in terms of um you know score getters as such because being down Jamie Clark and being down Dara Foley, like we're we're down serious options uh, when you look at it from that point of view. Um uh, it's funny because like uh, Cormac Lomax is probably a more natural wing forward and, and is very busy in that role good to get the ball run with it uh, lay it off etc etc but not probably known as an out and out score getter like so that's uh, that's where we're at uh, this afternoon and Sean Carabine now is looking to inflict further pain on Carlo it's inside to Luke Towie and he elects to fist it over the bar so Sligo move into double figures 10 points to 4 with 5 minutes gone in the second half as we said we will keep an eye on things in Ballycran uh, the last we heard was that Down had a one-point lead at half-time, and Carlo have a strong breeze in the second half. So um, here's hoping 
things can turn very much in their favour. We have a break in play at the moment. Um, Sligo player has hit the deck, didn't quite see what happened there, but um, yeah, you're keeping an eye on the other scores as well. So Waterford kind of gained a foothold against London. London looked to start very, very well, and then um, the days have come very much into that one. So. Um, like Division 4 is a minefield anyway, we've been centre for years, but 2 5 Waterford, 1 3 London. Um, 2 2 6 to 1 3 now in that game um, in London, so yeah, it's a big lead. Um, I know they turned it around last week, but you'd be thinking that Waterford maybe, if they keep their discipline, should do enough uh, to get over the line. Waterford, a team in this division, people sometimes take them for granted, yeah. but you have to look at club, club football, the Nair are never too far away. Uh, never get to the final but always competitive yeah Strabble very good down there as well a few very good clubs like and no different to a lot of counties uh, the preferred code is hurling so football suffers and that's the that's the way it is and so we, we even see it here from, from our point of view like Sean Murphy's playing with the Carlo Hurlers as we speak and uh, formerly a Carlo footballer Conor Lawler the same he's, uh, he's actually with the Hurlers and you know I know that man you mentioned earlier um, Jordan Kelly Lynch like he was a dual player for a period there, yeah? Yeah, he was, but uh, since Tony McEntee's come in, he's not a man that wants uh, he wants you all in. Or it's, uh, it's like all duck or no duck. Yeah, it's an awful pity that um, we're in an era that we can't see players playing both codes and they're uh, so, so good at both of them as well. Here's uh, Carabine off the left. Tidy attempt from uh, Sean Carabine, and that's gone over the bar. 11 points to four now in favour of Sligo in association with Dan Morrissey. So... Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a sweet effort. Is that his third or second? I think, I think it could be his third now. Just have a look, yeah. at, the, a look at the notes here. That is... A, that's only actually a second. Yeah, so change. Jimmy McCabe is out. And Parik Deering from Raffili has come into the fray. Had a very good season with Raffili last year on Route 2. Their senior championship success. Again, very young chap like Dara Curran. Niall Hickey has a runner inside that was uh, Connor Doyle oh now Carlo been turned over Alan Riley bearing down he's going to take his point instead and it's a good effort as well 12 points to 4 and I think Sligo in fairness without you know it's not really criticism as such but I think they're happy enough to, to tip away at the points they're not, they're not too fussy with goals are they? I don't think they're too worried as long as they get the the, the, the win is yeah. two wins out of two is what they're looking at and yeah but I suppose would you argue that maybe the, the ruthless streak needs to come into this because Division 4 can be so tricky obviously we've head to heads in play but it could also come down to score difference so could do but I'm, I'm sure like, despite all the, the mind games that maybe Sligo thought that Carlo were playing with all these players that were missing they were just happy to come away with the victory and that's what it's looking like it's going to be at the stage Yeah, so uh, Carlo with the free and Daryl O'Brien, the man from Aero, that's going to take it. Surveys the options, they're, they're not plentiful. There was a change there as well, wasn't there? Poor yeah, just said that there. Poor Duran came in and Jamie McCabe has left the fray. Long direct ball inside towards Colin Holton, but it was well read in fairness. The delivery wasn't exactly perfect either, but Sligo spotted the danger and uh, averted it here they come looking to launch an attack when they think about a goal this time we've talked about the rootless streak here's Niall Murphy Niall Murphy clips it over the bar 13 points to Sligo and 4 points to Carlos so all of a sudden that's a 
that makes for grim reading. Probably does, but uh, I suppose Sligo will just be happy ticking on the points. Uh, Cardo, I suppose they're looking try to keep the scoreboard down as much as they can at this stage. Yeah, but the key thing is that they have to stay competitive. They have to, um, you know, put in a shift, even though we know they're under pressure and they're down a lot of bodies that, you know, you get that performance in there and get the best you can from it and learn and, and take it with you. Uh, Sligo on the attack once more. Is that Pat Hughes? It was, yeah, and a fine score as well. 14 points to 4. But I, I would back up that point. I'd always say there's, there's, there's games to be got. Like, don't, don't ever try in the towel. Keep her lit because that experience will count going forward and you'll only get it by, by being out there and putting yourself in those positions and, and learning from it so you know you'd like to think that Carlo will still have a, a right good go here even though they're under serious pressure because as you say what's to lose I suppose the other side of it too like you'd be looking at the, the, the clock here and it's grim reading 14 points to 4 and we've only played 45 minutes in the second half so hopefully it's better news uh, in uh, down yeah again we'll uh, keep an eye on the Twitter machine as uh, that information comes to us we'll, uh, we'll get out to you Morta Ware in fairness Morta Ware has been pretty good he's been busy he's after catching a few kickouts and his uh, deliveries have been quite good as well here's Niall Hickey Hickey has a runner that's Cormac Lomax Lomax fisted inside switch back again Caro looking to burl their way through on goal but uh, no not forthcoming it's never going to be anything other than the free yet, yet again, a very good decision by the referee as well. You have to say, like, he's had a good game. Yeah, I Pro- agree. Pr- probably an easy game to referee, but uh, still he's got the, the overcarrying spot on again. Yeah, in fairness. Let's uh, let's give them credit where it's due, because <laughs> often we can be critical of them, but uh, it's important to commend correct calls as well, especially in a game like that. Because I certainly wouldn't have any interest in it. I don't know how you would do it. It's uh, you, need, you need thick skin, very, very thick skin in fairness. And, and I have it by the buckets, Lord. <laughs> oh, who are you telling? <laughs> Carlo possession now again with Jordan Morrissey. Out of Darrell O'Brien. Just, just there, there's one thing there off, off, the, off the commentary there you mightn't spot, especially if you're listening at home. That was great work there by uh, Shane Clark. You've done very well to get back and win possession and score an opportunity here. Yeah, Darrell O'Brien was kind of caught in two wines, I suppose, between shooting and maybe crossing it, and it's gone out to uh, the left and wide. But uh, like Shane plays that role so well. He's exceptional lad and I think a lot of it involves him going back you know obviously he's playing right half back in the second half but generally he wears 10 and comes back and plays centre so that the number 6 is free you know so uh, Ned Pender comes into the fray the man from Grange won a junior championship last year with them I think a man that you would know quite well I don't know him so well but one of my good friends would everyone stack knows him well he lives with him in Dublin but uh, it's good to see you get an opportunity as well. And you have to hand it to the management team to give a fellow playing junior club football an opportunity as well. Is, but sometimes uh, they're, 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 uh, they're lost. Is Ron Stack playing county football this year or Ross Common? You'll have to ask him that. I don't think so. Uh, you won't tell me anyway. But uh, that's interesting. A house full of inter-county footballers. So it wouldn't be the first time. Happens quite regularly in college, obviously. But uh, them boys are going well past college at this stage. And Sligo with Luke Towie venture forward. Oh, lovely dummy solo by Sean Carabine. David Quinn back out to Towie once more. Super play from Sligo, has to be said. That scored there for me. 15 points to 4. And, and the man I criticised earlier on for not taking the scoring opportunities, but that was a good score from uh, Towie. And he's probably just getting used to the, the round ball again after being off in Australia. And uh, that was a good score. And uh, you'd have to be say that uh, this game has definitely gone behind Carter at this stage. Yeah, late score with 40 minutes gone in Ballycran. It's down 1-7, Carlo, 8 points. That's where we're at with that. And a little break and play now. There's been a clash over on the far side and 
I think uh, Keelan Cawley's gone down again, so he's definitely getting hardship uh, in this uh, encounter. Hardship and Cawley kind of goes hand in hand. That's that's our middle name. <laughs> yeah, so look, I suppose uh, yeah, I, I there sp- is an air of uh, inevitability about this, isn't there? Like That's just uh, where we're at, because what have we got? 14 minutes maybe gone in the... In the second half, and uh, yeah, it's you know, it's probably you feel a certain element of empathy and disappointment for the Carroll lads out there, you know, just at the position they're in or whatever, and, and probably to an extent, Nile Crew as well, like, you know, because he's put a lot of effort in, and it doesn't matter who's over Carlo, if you're without those players, you are going to struggle. We just don't have the depth, it's as simple as that, like, and I'm sure if Sligo were down players of that caliber, that you know, they would struggle as well. You take Niall Murphy out of that team, take Pat Hughes out of that team, take Kilcoyne out of it, any of those boys, Carabine, you know, you're going to struggle, naturally. Oh yeah, big time, if you if you take your centre forward and your full forward, even now Dublin or Kerry or whoever it might be, if you take Clifford out, Kerry wouldn't be the same team they are, so you have to put it all into perspective, my favourite word, perspective, but um, it's supposed to be disappointing that they've only scored four points and it's all come from the one player, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Speaking of David Clifford, he'll be in action now. Watch Colin Park next week in the Sigerson Cup as Sligo look to get another score with David Quinn and he slots it over off the left. 15 points, uh, 16 points to four. DCU take on UL. Is that Thursday, I think, in Netwatch Cullen Park? T- ter- Thursday, I think. Is it it's six o'clock, I think? Uh, yeah, so uh, Jordan Morrissey versus uh, David Clifford. That's uh, it's pretty cool. You know what? It's, it's great to have a game of that magnitude in Netwatch Cullen Park. You know, they're, they're serious games. I actually think that they're much quicker than their county senior games. Genuinely, I think that the pace is unbelievable. Physicality, everything. Like, it's it's just up. I won't say it's up a level for senior in the county, but, you know, it's probably, it's probably unfair to say that, but I, I just think in pace maybe alone, it, it probably at times can seem that bit quicker. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, big time. And uh, mention of big names. Uh, Pat's Bland Juniors is after entering the fray there from Sligo point of view. So... Anyone that doesn't know, you might know Pat on the TV. His son's after entering the fray there. Yeah, big talk about that move there. It wasn't there in the last few weeks. I think he came on and did reasonably well last week against uh, Wexford as well. Yeah, he came on from, from what I've heard. The last 15 or 20 minutes, uh, got on a few possessions. But didn't. Yeah. Here's Carabine coming through. Held up well. That's good defending by Carlo, in fairness. And uh, Kieran Cunningham will take the free. But uh, yeah, there's, there's big spotlight on him, in, in fairness, uh, with the name and all that. And. Um, I know, you know, taking in some reports last week, uh, there naturally, I suppose, comes a sensitivity with that too because of the name. People will reflect in on it, uh, go bad or indifferent, I suppose. You're on about the tweet machine. A few people tweeted me uh, last week that there was no mention of Pat's Bland from Pat's Bland mentioned him last week, but uh, I'm sure he doesn't worry about too much about that. But uh, he's come from St. Jude's in Dublin, so uh, his mother's from uh, out the road there in Carrow, so uh, he's a well entitled player for Sligo, and uh, we'll see how he gets on over the next couple of weeks. Here's Holden. And Holden's been fouled. He's looking to take a quick one, but not really for coming. So 16-4, it remains. Carroll go back to uh, Morta Weir. Weir takes it again, has a go off the right. It's going to drop into the arms of Eamon Kilgannon. And Sligo send a direct ball out of their full-back line. And now all of a sudden they're up to their... Half forward now with Sean Carabine. This time off the right. Nice, neat little ball inside towards Niall Murphy. Murphy stood up there by Dara Cornyn. Now it's back to Carabine. They've uh, wound this one around to perfection. That is a sweet finish. 
from Carabine once more. So 17 points to four. Something I'd like to remark upon, just from a, a positive point of view, and although he has got a couple of scores, I think Dara Curran, for, for a young chap that's maybe, I think he's only 19 years of age, has done quite well. Um, on, on Niall Murphy because like Niall's a serious operator and for a chap to come on and, and go toe-to-toe with him you know it's a, it's a tall order so uh, credit where it's due there yeah, he's done quite well Niall hasn't done a whole lot from play like and uh, that, that's credit where credit is due as you said there and uh, Carabine I think he doesn't get the, the headlines that Niall Murphy does but he's he's like his main score getter that's another fabulous score there from uh, the midfielder Connor Griffin so <clears throat> 18 points to 4 Seven, 17 minutes gone I think in the, the second half of this stage so and a reminder that the coverage brought to you thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com here comes uh, Kieran Cunningham again looks to pick out uh, Dar O'Brien on the far side and Sligo with Paul Kilcoyne an effort goes in once more and uh, Chunny gathers that one for Carlo and look this is a good example of the pace now trying to get back out look they're struggling just to move the ball outside uh, the 45 and again we've said it several times but it's just one of those glaringly obvious differences I suppose between the two of them as uh, we go back to uh, Ricelip for a score 2-6 to 1-9 now yeah Waterford 2-6 London 1-9 so a level peg and that's a a bit of a revival there from the horse in fairness and what a story that would be like two wins from two I don't think uh, Manu Hibbert would have expected that would they no, no, none at all but uh, you have to hand it to them it would be a good result if they can get something out of that game so 47 or 8 minutes gone in Ballycran it's 1-7 down 9 points to Carlo and Carlo footballers in front of us here at Markovic Park have a free spectacular views Gal, I have to say from the press box in Markovic Park um, Ben Bulbin obviously is uh, in the vicinity and uh, yeah some, some nice countryside landscape it's up there for Sligo uh, Conor Griffin's gone off and replaced you're not you interested in the nature so <laughs> no. stick to the football you're used to it I suppose but um, I suppose like Markovic Park and, and Fisturge Stadium and Killarney like those are the two really I suppose what, what would you call it picturesque places in Ireland in terms of um, views from the press box and all and here's Henry Hegarty in for Carlo for uh, Shane Buggy. Hegarty, another man who won a championship with Grange last season. And uh, Porry Coynes is going to come in as well for uh, Niall Hickey, we believe. Porry Coynes, uh, a first cousin of Sean Murphy, interestingly enough. So uh, one cousin could, up in... Um, could do with him. Yeah, one, one cousin above in uh, Valley Cran and another one down here below. Two big men as well. So Daryl Brain's going to have a crack at this free whenever we do uh, resume play. He's 55 yards out, I would say. Relatively centred. He's a good striker for a ball off the ground, but uh, obviously there's a bit of a breeze out there to deal with. Yeah, there's a Carloman injured over on that far side. Is that Morrissey? Yeah, it's Morrissey that's, that's going off. And another change... 17 for 5 on the Sligo side so Nathan Mullen comes out and Mark Walsh goes in all these changes happen together at one time so that's maybe it's not a bad thing we don't have as many disturbances or whatever with 20 minutes gone it is all Sligo 18 points to 4 is the score here in Markovic Park yeah, 
exchanges of plenty is there uh, another one 24 for 22 so Aidan Lillis is in to make his uh, league debut for Cardiff footballers the man from Lachlan Bridge the first Lachlan Bridge man since uh, Johnny Kavanagh in 2004 or 5 to play for Cardiff senior footballers we're obviously very happy with that here's a chance for Cardiff yeah shot goes in it's gone to the right and wide uh, Lillis involved with the IT Carlos Sigerson team this year as well it's great to see uh, such a spread of clubs in there but um, you know it's been remarked upon um, Northern Ireland person there I think one Palatine person and you know you're looking at that and you're thinking those are the clubs that should be nearly backbone in the side along with Aerog and Raffili. Um and they're not there for, for various reasons and look it's not for everyone as we said but um, yeah we, we surely could do with them here today Go go my my Carlo connections there uh, with Brian Horan that Bagnus and Gales seem to be on the rise as well, are they? In fairness, they very good last year, semi finalists and uh, definitely making progress, making improvements. And uh, you know they've they've contributed to the to the panel here, so it's probably unfair to drag them into that sort of a discussion. Like you know, it's a little bit different. But um, Kieran Cunningham from the aforementioned uh, Bagnus and Gales takes this one. And has sent it out to more to wear. Two men from the one club as goalkeepers. They must, they must have, they mustn't have a lack of goalkeepers anyway. There. Yeah, well, you know what? Interestingly enough, um, the the Carra Hurlers have two men from their own uh, goalkeepers as well, Brian Tracy and uh, Kieran Abbey. And I believe there's another very good uh, open coming chap called Kyle Foley with the under twenties as a goalkeeper. So, yeah, there's no shortage of them out there. Definitely. Um, Competition must be tough at the club. Yeah, well, it's funny because last year there's another keeper, Damien Jordan, who would have let him go for Carroll too. And I think the three of them were on the panel last year. So you're looking at senior, intermediate, and junior, all county keepers. You don't make your club's first team, but you're on the county final, which is, you know, it's amazing really when you think about it. But we're back with the action now, and here comes Niall Murphy, who slots this over off the left. 19 points, Sligo, 4 points, Carroll, in association with Dan Morrissey and Co. As we said, in the league of their own, with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and McAdams, see Dan Morrissey and Co. Dot com. Tony with another kick out Morta Ware probably going to be the intended target and as we said he's done quite well from kick outs it doesn't quite reach him on this occasion it's Henry Hegarty who rises for it and uh, he's going to be the taker of this sideline ball is, is it worrying Dolly score one point in this second half naturally I would say yeah but you know you think about the opportunities have they created money no that's, that's another big worry it's not even the fact that they're getting Opportunities like they're not getting opportunities, they're not even getting the ball in there, unfortunately. So that's uh, the long and short of it. Uh, Shane Clark will look to correct that now as he picks out Pori Hines. Hines making great progress here, all of a slap. I think it was Aidan Lillis who went to ground, actually, it wasn't, it was Cormac Lomax on the far side. And now here comes Holden with the outside of the boot. Has that gone over? Yes, it has. That's a super score, fairness. Like, and I mean, only for him, he's the he's a shining light, he's the only lad who scored here today, which is crazy really when you think about it even though conditions are terrible it's it's poor being honest about it um, Colin would have played uh, minor football with Dublin incidentally and has an all in a medal with uh, Carlos CBS from six or seven years ago so a player of real calibre here comes uh, the Sligo cornerback Evan Lyons Paul Kilcoyne the centre back out now tracked by Conor Crowley Sean Carabine nice little knee pass in towards Niall Murphy who has a yard on Dara Curran Curran stands up doesn't let Niall Murphy inside 
And Sligo forced to retreat with uh, Pat Spillane, who has a goal from a very difficult angle. And uh, Sligo have kept this in. Goal chance here. And it was Pat Hughes who blazed that one over the bar. So 20 points to 5 in favour of Sligo. So, I mean, from a Sligo point of view, we're, you're naturally pretty happy about this. Um, the bet Wexford last week. Were you at that one? Did you say? It was, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, you know, Wexford then, that's obviously again that's on the cards for Carlo. Um obviously big, big improvements are, are needed. Wexford, you know, from the outside in appear to be quite well organised and uh, that scoring I would suggest so, but you were there, what were they like? It was, it was a strange game, you could have you could have won it, you could have lost it, you could have drawn it. Uh, with that's generally how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with fifteen minutes to go they were a point down, so uh, Definitely took would have taken the result and a uh, bit of revenge for last year. They got bet in that shield final, you know that crack that was happening yeah. last year. So um, they'll be happy. Two wins out of two. They've calving here in a couple of weeks' time, so they'll Colin, be happy with that. Colin Holden fell to ground there. Don't know was a borderline free or not, but uh, yeah, I suppose. Look, it's going to be a long campaign for Carlo from from here on out. Like you know, it's uh, two defeats from two. All those players missing. They they hopefully will have Jamie Clark and Dara Foley back soon and, and maybe a couple of others, those other players that are out injured uh, I know Sean Gannon is more of a long term job um, Ross Dunphy I think is another little bit away too so yeah it's, a, it's an uphill task as, a, as the fella said but um, reporting back to the action Pat Hughes has been fouled just outside the 14 yard line so this is probably going to be point number 21 so yeah again we're, uh, we're endeavouring to get you some scores from Down and Carlo the last we heard was uh, one seven to nine in favour of Down. Open Ballycran. Uh, as the fellow said, you might as well be in Scotland. It's it's level as well in in London as well. So yeah, one ten London in Division Four of Football League and uh, two seven Waterford, and uh, that's slotted over from Niall Murphy. His tally is uh, definitely racking up now at this stage. In fairness, like uh, you know, we mentioned mostly from players balls, um, but yeah, he's. I'm really impressed to be honest with you with the, the structure of Sligo yes you have to appreciate they haven't really been tested here today right the structure and the way they're set up the, the way they've adjusted tactically in the first half they saw that perhaps Carlo weren't posing a massive threat and they just pressed a little bit higher they've taken good scores uh, Sean Carabine you know very much at the forefront so yeah I think um, they're definitely making good progress and uh, more to wear in contention for being Carlo's best player ventures forward now Les Lauter the other contender which is Colin Holton he slots it off the right hits the post and comes down and uh, Sligo rescued the loose ball with Evan Lyons I suppose you were saying about not being not going for the killer blow Sligo still have kicked 21 points how often will he score that in the National Football League game this time of year well, here's Towie looking. Oh, look at the switch. It's taken out two car defenders. It might take out Niall Murphy as well. He's not going to keep it in, is he? He did. Yeah, in fairness to him, just about. The wind kind of brought on another little bit, but uh, just the way they took the sweeper over there with that pass was a joy to behold. With nice little reverse angle view of it here as well from the press box. So, and, and they still have possession of the ball, which is quite impressive. Quite, quite impressive. It is indeed. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, at this point, you'd be thinking. A lot of teams would just sit back, but they're coming forward, they want more scores, and yes, while they're not ruthless in terms of going for goals, they're very much ruthless in terms of keeping the scoreboard ticking over, so you have to give them great credit for that as well. I think shooting in general, although like you have to be honest and, and fairly transparent about the fact that it hasn't really been pressurised too much, having said that, the, the accuracy 
and return has been very good. It has, yeah, and uh, they'll be happy the way, way it's going. Pat Spillane having an effort here now. Yep, here's Spillane, and that's gone over the bar. That's you see, you see the roar. You know what I mean? The, the Sligo crowd love him already. He's in his second game. You know what I mean? He's a Spillane. Yeah, but you know, that brings the, the wider context of, of him being in Sligo, even from, from the point of view of coverage and exposure like he's been talking about it nationally which means Sligo are being spoken about nationally all of a sudden do you know like and results are, are great and all that but just that bit of buzz and more PR side that you're bringing to the county that's, that can only be a benefit too like that you're in the limelight I can yeah regardless of what way it is in terms of he's, it being he, a new player or whatever he, he's a Kerry footballer it comes with the territory doesn't it Kerry footballer yeah it's, so it's mad Kerry with a Dublin club and Sligo is the county so yeah definitely an interesting one a pub quiz question for a few years to come can Carlo get another score or two just before this finishes up 22 points Sligo 5 points Carlo and uh, we do have a score now from Bally Cran 1-8 down 10 points Carlo again um, time frame on that probably I would guess somewhere in around 10 minutes left so yeah that's uh, a real dogfight up there it seems and sure look with conditions like that you're, you're not overly surprised by that obviously and Kilgannon takes the kick out here for Sligo so about 5 minutes left this game over as a contest a long long time ago has to be said um, you know in, in the last few minutes probably glimpses from a Carlo point of view of uh, positivity again we mentioned Mark Aware quite a few times he's been good Holton's been good uh, Dara Corn back there has been decent and as he said, Niall Murphy, he's a direct opponent, gets a shot in, which, you know, you can't really do a whole lot about that, that's just class. Uh, but yeah, you know, those are, those are some of the positives. Cunningham in the goal has not been bad. Like, he's scarcely been tested. Uh, one or two, maybe, I remember one in the first half that he dealt with quite well. Um, his kickouts have been quite decent. And um, look, it's just, aside from that, Sligo are just dominant. Oh, yeah, big time, and they're. Uh, that's seven point for Niall Murphy. Uh, mainly from place balls but uh, still has to put the ball over the bar and uh, just extend that lead again once more and I'm sure Niall Crew and all the Carl Pierce just want the full time whistle to go at this stage Sligar on the attack again and it's Towie the centre forward outside of the right boot that is swinging in beautifully 24 points Sligo 5 points Carlo yeah that's that's sweet he's very impressive Gavin I think he's going to be a big player for you this year um, you know great Linkman gets on the ball, turns, makes things happen, and obviously he's well able to kick a point as well. Yeah, that was a, that was a very good score. Showed, showed a bit of class there as well, putting the ball over the bar. And uh, looking at the other game in the division, uh, London have hit the front again by a point. One eight down, eleven points. Carlo now, so a draw game up there in Ballycran. That'd be a big result if they could come out the spoils. Well, they came away with nothing over last year. It's, it's probably the most difficult place to go to I'd say there in Ballycastle um, are not great venues to be to be going um, as a Frank Foley said left wing back podcast on Monday that it's hard to uh, when you go up north at all it's very hard to come back with a result regardless so I think he's um, <clears throat> he's called that one fairly correctly for today here's Darrell O'Brien with the outside of the right and that's gone well out to the right and wide so you see how far that's taken it all like it's, t- it's nearly gone over as far as the, the back of the corner flag like so yeah, we'll be, we'll be glad to get back and, uh, and see the fire. Although, in fairness, credit to uh, the Sligo GA committee here. They um, 
kept us fed at half time and nice cup of tea as well. I could probably do staying away from the the table now in terms of food and stuff but uh, no they've looked after us very well you have to give them good compliments for that very friendly and uh, even in terms of getting in with equipment and all that no hassle so they'll, be, they'll be friendly when the, when the results go in the right way anyway <laughs> <laughs> so 1-11 Carlo 1-8 now to down in uh, the Allianz National Hurling League keep it very well there <coughs> yeah it's uh, you know, we've given Tony great credit there, in fairness, and he's on the ball again. He's so comfortable on the leg. Carlos switching it across to uh, Cormac Lomax. He's trying to break outside his own 45, which he has done. He's got great pace and fairness, goes to the ground. He's, he's tackled fairly, and he touches on the ground. Sligo have a free. So, yeah, just trickling into um, the last couple of minutes of normal time. You'd be kind of hoping there's not too much stoppages. As Paspalan knocks over his second point, 25 points Sligo. Five points to Carlo. Grim. Not good. Wouldn't like to be a train on Tuesday night. Yeah, hair dryers, I'd say, very much at the forefront. But uh, look, it is what it is. We kind of we kind of expected to lose here today. Um, that was the realistic expectation. You'd be thinking maybe, as we said, be competitive and, and try to be in the game. That's not proven to be the case. And... Um, Sligo have been very impressive you know that's the long and short of it really is uh, Conor Doyle burst out that's a great hit on Conor Doyle personally thought that was probably okay but uh, referee gave him a free there David Quinn culprit on that occasion I'll have to go for the referees union there I thought that was a free myself so Kevin shaking his hands there shrieks of silence <laughs> Conor Doyle standing over it can Carlo get another couple of scores just to, to see this one out it's actually a uh, David Quinn has received a card, is it? I think I got yep. Marta Ware. Four minutes of additional time. Could have done without that now. <laughs> but anyway, it is what it is. We'll see it out. Connor Crowley. Hopefully you can get another score here before then. Yeah, Connor Crowley might think about a goal. He has a runner inside. Oh, here's Colm Holton. Holton is going to have a goal and he skews it out to the left and wide. Uh, sums up Carlos there, I think. 1-11 Carlo, 1-9 down in the Allianz National Hurling League up in Ballycran. Can't be much left in that now time-wise. Yeah, so we're into the first of uh, those four minutes of additional time. Kick out sent to uh, Pori Coins. Cormac Lomax, another Fenneman. Hands it back to Henry Hegarty. He tried to send the right ball in towards Conor Crowley and nothing forthcoming there. Sligo mop it up. And uh, out comes uh, Evan Lyons. Pat Spillane. Inside to Mark Walsh again. That's a good running, in fairness, from Sligo. They've worked it into the edge of the D and to Niall Murphy. Takes a hop, has a yard now, gets away from Dara Curran. And this one is after hitting the crossbar, breaks dangerously. Here's Pat Hughes. Can Pat Hughes get a goal out of this? Shot from Pat Hughes. Oh, it's gone to. It's actually gone for a 45. It must be a. Tony must have got a touch on it, in fairness, yeah. <laughs> that really would have put the eggs on the cake all together. But uh, great awareness from Pat Hughes. Like he sensed the ball was going to hit the bar and was quickest to react. Um, great credit to Tony for getting something on it there. But yeah, sharp as a blade. Yeah, he had a couple of goal chances last week and went the wrong side of the post last week as well but uh, he put that over the bar and uh, 
Got out for 45, correction, but uh, another scoring opportunity for Sligo. We'll see if the goalkeeper can do a bit better with the win this half. Just looking as well on scores as well in the division. London ahead by a point going into the injury time. Be a big win if they could hold on. Yeah, two wins from two will be tasty from a London point of view. I don't know if they've ever been out of Division 4. can't remember then, yeah? The Horizon has some story, wouldn't it? Here comes Kilgannon with the 45. No mistake whatsoever. 26 points. Sligo, 5 points. Carl Kilgannon getting in on the act. Sweet strike, in fairness. A very good score from Kilgannon. And uh, he made up for the earlier effort by putting that one over the bar. Mm. So, yeah, we've just under 2 minutes left. So all hopes on uh, the Cara Horrors to try see out things in down. They're two points ahead in Ballycran. And Sligo are thinking about a goal here. Kieran Cunningham, though, in fairness, did the right thing and uh, fouled Niall Murphy outside the 14-yard line. Yeah, Murphy is going to almost definitely add to the tally here, you'd imagine. And uh, just in terms of the scores that are forthcoming to us from the hurling, um, Lisa O'Toole should be Fico O'Toole's mother that's on the, the senior hurling panel. That's who's uh, providing them to uh, Stephen Barmerick, who in turn is providing them to us. So, <laughs> yeah. Good old Stephen. Good old Stephen. Niall Murphy puts the head down as he strikes that one, but uh, didn't even need to look. 27 points to 5. So uh, I'd imagine this possibly could be the last passage of play that we'll see. At this stage, I hope it is the last passage that we'll see. It's just not gone Carlos way at all. It's just one, one of those afternoons. I can't remember any time Sligo scored 27 points in a game. Yeah. Don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Here is Niall, or um, yeah, it was Niall Murphy. Yeah, that's a great score. Now look, in, in, the, in the late stages, he's just putting on a clinic. Five minutes left in the Allianz National Hurling League. One eleven, Carlo. One ten to down. So yes, very very tricky up there. In fairness, I think they'd they'd like uh, a couple of points, but they'd come back at one. They'd be happy enough, I'd say as well. I had to be to be delighted with this result. Uh, Sligo will, but Carlo, yeah, Carlo not so much. But uh, the hurling, yeah, I, I know, yeah, I'm coming to that. But a, a victory there would be a serious start to the campaign. For yeah, yeah. In fairness. Here's uh, Tony again with the kick out. Murta Ware again the target and he feels it beautifully. Decides to uh, play on. Sends it forward to Ned Pender. Pender knocks it in towards Conor Crowley. He's asking a lot of Conor Crowley in fairness. He's gone out for a line ball. Referee looking at the watch. He's going to allow another passage of play. And that is the last action of this Allianz National Football League. Division 4 encounter and a Sligo the victors by 28 points to 5 in association with Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tyres and macadam see danmorrisseyandco.com wrap it up for us Gav what's the story back to draw Carl will be happy that they were break for a week try and get a couple of players back from injuries uh, two, two lads on suspended to be back for the next day and uh, hopefully try and get the, the league campaign back back to where they want in the next round so I'm not sure who who's having round three. Yeah, I have to actually may I check that myself now because <laughs> I'm forgetting the fixtures. I had the full list of them there in the bag somewhere, but um, I'm not in a position to go rooting now at the moment. Uh, but yeah, look, wherever it's, it's an uphill battle.
That is, yeah. I, I asked you a question beforehand. If the losses was, was promotion out of their hands, probably it's looking very tough. You'd, you'd be expecting Cavan and maybe one more, and Sligo probably put their their uh, sights and good chance of getting promotion promoted now as well after today's result. Oh, two ten to one eleven. Uh, just uh, from Ballycran in favour of uh, Down and uh, Sean Murphy apparently has uh, received his marching orders as well. So, look, uh, we're going to we're going to leave it at that and wrap it up. Um, the lads will be joining back up with the full frequencies and a full time score from the hurling will be uh, coming in in the next few minutes as well. But uh, Gavin, thanks very much. I've enjoyed it being alongside you here. Um, your analysis is very much appreciated on the, the KCLR airwaves and uh, good to catch up with you again. No, no, the pleasure's been all mine and a safe journey back to yourself as well. Good stuff. So as we hand back to uh, Martin in the studio, Sligo the victors in this Allianz National Football League encounter on a scoreline of Sligo 28 points, Carlo 5. KCLR Live Sport. The Allianz National Football League Division 4 Round 2. Sligo versus Carlo. With thanks to Dan Marcy and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. Danmarcyandco.com.